0: Welcome to the Divine Career Design Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Palmer. Week to week, you'll hear me interview experts in their fields of study, the highlights and challenges within their career, what an actual day-to-day looks like in their practice, and how to become an expert like them. There's so much to share, and I'm excited to get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our episode today. And this is a really big topic that i'm going to cover today and it's about making and helping our kids make big decisions in their life and how we can facilitate the process of them being able to trust their own guidance and self in order to make big decisions and i know for parents this can be scary because we we believe that we know better than our children And in some circumstances, I know that is true and that's an accurate statement, but really giving our children the experience of being able to trust themselves and know what they are doing is going to lead them on the right path and and through the right decision is is an important one. So... We're going to dive into this today, and I'm going to cover everything from what we typically do to experiences that I've had as a parent in how I help my daughter make big decisions for herself and some of the common big decisions that our teens face today. And then a way that we actually can bring them into an inner peace and place of guidance in order to make a big decision on their own. And even a way for you to, as a parent, be able to communicate and facilitate a conversation about that with your teen and really just um, be on the same page and create confidence in your relationship with your teen in order for them to to be able to navigate these big decisions. And and helping our kids make big decisions on on their own is part of giving them that experience and that confidence. So that way we are raising and growing teenagers and young adults that are going to be able to thrive on their own. And I know that you know for parents it's a it's a scary situation i've been in that place before where my daughter is wanting to do something and i do not agree or trust with it and it took every part of me you know she wasn't she she wasn't making a decision that was going to put her in a place of harm or unsafety i'll put that first and foremost but she was making a decision that i was not really so sure about um uh, and and i really just had to take a hands off approach and i really had to guide her through a place of trusting so i'm going to talk a little bit about how i facilitated that with her and then how she actually came to some of these decisions that she makes that she's made on her own, and for most of us, our approach to deciding or making big decisions is to do some research, and that's definitely helpful. Uh, researching uh, what what the um, the pros and the cons may be, and for some of us, we even make a pro and a con list. I know that that's something that I've definitely done in the past. And, and it's good to be aware of those pros and those cons. We might ask or inquire about opinions and opinions about people who we trust and perhaps have maybe gone through those experiences before. And I think that this is valid as well because, you know, as they say, the, the, you, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. And so we're always actually whether we are conscious or unconscious of it or know or don't know we're actually always receiving guidance and opinions from the people that are around us and and that may be your family members or your friends or or your spouse um whomever whomever you seek for advice from or it could just be that that that's what is shared in in your conversations, right? Well, this is what I would do in that situation. And that's kind of advice giving. And so otherwise it could be opinions. And, and I know that I've reached out to someone and asked, Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? I'm really careful about who I seek opinions from that they have wisdom. And for me, one of those crucial pieces is that they have uh, wisdom of of God and that they are experienced a problem that's not going to put them in a place of defeat. And what I mean by that is that even when they do feel defeated by something, they can they can remove themselves from that experience in order to see it from a higher view. And and for me you know, these people that I look towards are really the coaches that I have and the mentors that I have in life, and I know you know that I am a coach to teens. I, I love teens; it's they're they're the most wonderful people in the world. I think, um, and and I love doing what I do, and I'm constantly in a place of growth and looking at how I can guide my clients better by way of me receiving that mentorship and coaching that I get and in some circumstances they share their opinions you know also it's a perspective sharing an opinion is a perspective and i appreciate those one of the ways that you might also go about your decision making process is through prayer and for through asking for guidance and then trusting in god and I think that this is that this is really important. And I'm going to come back to this because this is a part of my approach, but it's a little bit different than maybe what the traditional thought is around it, that you're praying to God in heaven and that you're asking for a sign or some sort of external validation of what to do. And... I do pray to God also, but I do it in a little bit of a different way and I'll explain that when I'm sharing my perspective on who and where God is in my life and how I use his energy in my life and in my in my body and in my being in order to help me make big decisions. So, just to do a little recap, for many of you, you use research and opinions, pro and con lists, and then you you pray to God. If there's if there's more that you do, um, think about that right now. Like ask yourself that question: How do I facilitate the decision making process in my life? And you know, big decisions and little decisions. What you're going to eat later on tonight for dinner? Not such a big decision. Who you're going to marry, or what where you're going to invest your money? Those are bigger decisions. So, we want to do more. Um, We want to receive more when we are making those kinds of bigger decisions. And so, what kinds of big decisions do you think your teens make for themselves? Well, some of the decisions kids make and teens make are the classes that they're going to take. They, um, they are deciding what English classes or what math classes they want to take. They're deciding whether or not they want to be in a regular classroom or they want to perhaps maybe challenge themselves in a higher advanced class. Our kids decide what sports they want to play. Our kids decide what friends they want to have. This is a big one as well. Our kids decide what college they want to go to. Our kids decide if they want to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and if so, who that boyfriend or girlfriend is going to be. Our kids also decide what values they have, and values are uh, there's something that are a part of us, and there's something that's that in that in that relationship with nature versus nurture, values are a part of the nature of what we're born with, and the nurture of how we're raised. And so our teens decide what values they want to display or what's important for them in life. And a lot of times, these values have an influence on all these others' decisions. And some of the times, those values, regardless of how much nurturing had gone on in the home, their values can be different than ours and that's where we have to really recognize for our teens and for us and the relationship that if the values are different, we have to recognize that in order to be able to communicate and not you know have conflict over that over any of those values for example. So those are some of the big decisions that our teens are making and there's so many more that they're making even to you know some of the smaller decisions that they make about what they do with their free time and uh, if they decide that they want to go to you know this party or not you know those are some of the literal decisions that they may not put so much weight into but actually can have a big impact and i think when you are really tuned in with allowing yourself to be your guide in life, you actually make better decisions. And so I'm going to talk about that. That's part of my philosophy in what I do when I support my daughter and my clients in making decisions and looking at how our thoughts impact our feelings and our feelings create the decisions that we make in life. And so looking at really focusing on those thoughts there is an important part. So one of the things that we are looking for as parents and our teens are really is reassurance and confirmation. And we look for reassurance from our parents and from outside sources when we're seeking opinions or doing research or creating a pro and a con list. And same thing with confirmation. And these are useful because I think that knowledge is one of the ways and and history is one of the ways that helps us to guide ourselves to make better decisions. But I would challenge that one of the components of decision-making that is oftentimes left out is tapping into our inner wisdom and trusting ourselves when we are making a decision and i say this because time and time again when i'm working with clients and we're working through one of these big decision processes i'll ask them the question and they'll say i don't know raise your hand if you're a parent and you've heard your teen say i don't know and for me that's a real that's a real big indicator that they don't trust themselves that my client teens don't trust themselves and I actually believe that we do know and that all of the answers that we're seeking actually already are within and that's one of my core foundational beliefs and I believe that because every time that I actually use my inner wisdom and I am able to draw out, My client's inner wisdom in the decision making process that the choice that we come upon is really comforting and it puts them on a path that they're able to find and experience success in. And so, as that being one of my core beliefs, I know that I must use my inner wisdom and my own guidance when I'm making this decision, when I'm making a decision. And the reason why that is so easy for me, I I mentioned earlier how I was going to come back to this piece about God, is that I do believe in God, and I believe that God actually dwells within me, and his spirit, his presence is within me. And so when I am praying to God, I'm not praying to a God that is external and that is up in heaven. He, he is up in heaven, but he actually is within me as well. He, I believe that my God is omnipresent, and omnipresence means that he is everywhere at all time. And so when I am looking at that inner guidance and inner wisdom that really comes from a place of God dwelling within me. And that gives me such confidence when I actually ask myself about making a big decision. And it also has me recognize that my answers to my decisions are actually already within me. And this might be a little bit, Far fetched for 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 some people. Some people believe in God, but they believe that God is, is, um, is above, right? That He dwells in heaven. And I actually, like I said, I believe that God dwells within me, and that's a choice that I make, and it's a recognition that I focus on every day, uh, as part of you know my morning routine, really. And in that, God is within me, and when He is within me, I get to use and call upon him when I need to. So here's how that process works for me. I find myself in a really quiet place and I close my eyes. I place my hands on my heart or I place one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly. And this is so that way I can feel my body because what I'm looking for is a feeling that comes through me when I ask myself the question or when I'm seeking clarity or wisdom about a topic. And so I place my hands on on my body, my left hand on my heart, and then my right hand on my belly. And then I simply ask myself the question. And sometimes I ask it out loud and sometimes I ask it In my inner voice. And then I wait and I feel for a response. And I listen for a response. So I'm listening, but for the most part, the experience or the answer comes through the feeling. And this is, I know, very abstract for many people. Um, but when you listen for the feeling, it will come f- through to you and you, your body will deliver the answer to the question. And sometimes these questions have to do with the future. Like I said, um, our teens are making big decisions about things that they need to know what to do for future experience, right? Let's take where to go to college, for example. And when you ask yourself, let's say, do I see myself or do I belong at college A and you're feeling for how your body feels or do I belong or should I attend college B and you're feeling for how your body feels, the response will come to you. And if you follow that feeling, again, this is nothing to do with your mind's pro and con list or what's a better decision based off knowledge, but really combining both of them and then trusting that your body actually knows this is recognizing that higher source within you, the God within you. Because another one of my beliefs is that our path is created and it's an amazing path full of abundance and prosperity and joy and playfulness and happiness and creativity and service. And when you believe that, that that your life is created for you with all of those things apart it. Of it, and you're just getting to navigate through the journey, it makes it wildly playful and fun and a mystery. There's a lot of spontaneity there. And for me, all of those things are important in life. I know for a lot of my clients, they are too. So I want to address one of the things that can Hold you back from being able to access this sort of response to your body. And one of the things that can happen, and I certainly work with clients when we're doing this decision making process, and we make sure that there is no, um, what's a word I'm looking for? There is no residue. That's a good word. There's no residue left over from any other experience that would have you lack in trust or security or safety of yourself. And so what do I mean by that? Um, well, we if we do not trust ourselves, perhaps maybe from prior decisions that we've made, or we don't feel safe, or we don't have security in ourself or even confidence in ourself, that we would be blocked from that feeling. So we have to work through omitting any of those components if they're there. A lack of confidence, a lack of safety, a lack of security, a lack of trust in yourself, all of those things are going to make it hard, harder to access and tap into the feeling of your body. And so working through those parts is one of the things that gives us more access to the feelings we have within ourselves. So I'll share an experience of how this had an impact on my daughter. And I've gotten permission from her to share this with you. Um, I don't share client testimonials about specific things um, unless I have permission, but she did give me permission to share how this impacted her decision to play lacrosse. And my daughter has played lacrosse for many years and she's an excellent lacrosse player. Her skill level is great. Her fast Abilities on the field, Uh, her her team, her teammates uh, adore her and love her. Like her ability to you know work on a team is great. Like there's there's only positive that has come from her, and she really is a leader in lacrosse. And she was challenged because she didn't experience joy playing lacrosse anymore. She just wasn't experiencing joy. And that is one of the most important parts of, of life is to, to, to invest your time into something that brings you joy. So there's a little bit about, about the background of the story and, and when she wasn't experiencing joy anymore and it was causing her more anxiety and pressure than joy and happiness was when I, I said, okay, let's, let's really regroup on whether or not you're going to continue to play. And I will share that my daughter had the story in her mind of, well, what are other people going to think when it's, it's my sport? It's what I'm really good at. and what what are people going to think of me if i just quit and and so that's really those those were still there for her and 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 part of why she struggled with making this decision but she was able to let go of that for a moment and she was able to do just like i said quiet her mind close her eyes put her hand on her body Her hand on her heart and her hand on her belly and ask herself that question of, should I play lacrosse? Should I continue to play lacrosse? And when she saw herself continuing to play lacrosse, the response that she got from her body was not a positive one. And so the good part is that she feels that she hasn't had to quite make that decision yet. Cause it is a big decision. She feels as though she does know that she has to uh, choose whether or not she's going to play. And she also knows that whatever her choice is, it's going to be her choice and she'll be supported in it no matter what. And the Best part about that is that she knows that she's honoring herself in that choice. She is not allowing the pressure, the external pressures of school and teammates and family members pressure her into staying in a sport and playing when she's not enjoying it. Right? And sports are a huge commitment at the high school level. And and so from, for me as a mom, giving her the opportunity to allow her to make this big decision on her own, listening and trusting herself, I feel a hundred percent confident that she will make the decision that is best for her. And that's the most important part is giving our teens the opportunity to make decisions that is the best decision for them and them alone. And she now knows big decisions or little decisions. She will come to me and she will ask my input or my opinion. And she wants my wisdom and she seeks my guidance. But ultimately, she knows that she's the one who makes the decisions because it's her life. I do still hold the Trump card that I can, (laughs) that I can, um, you know, come in there and, uh, and guide her if I feel like there's a, there's, there's something that she's, she's really off the, off the mark on. But, um, you know, we work through that together and we, we haven't, we haven't had that experience yet. We haven't had that experience where she's made a decision and, and uh, it's something that I am in complete uh, uh, disagreement with. And so, you know, if that, if that does come, then uh, I know that she trusts me enough that she trusts that I have her best interest, no one else's, no one else's but hers at the forefront of my mind. Well, I hope that this has been a helpful and useful episode for you to listen in on how to guide our teens into feeling and experiencing and really trusting themselves in making a decision. And there are more fun approaches to this as well. I'm not going to get into them here, but if you are interested, please send me a message. I am on Facebook at Jody Palmer. You can access me through my website or send me a DM on Instagram, Jody M. Palmer. Really, I'm accessible everywhere. And there are other avenues and approaches that we can facilitate and use in order to go through the decision making process and really feel comfortable and confident. But what I know the takeaway is for clients who really, surrender to this process, and, and my daughter and myself as well, is that there is an immense amount of confidence that's built in your decisions and what you're doing and choosing for your life when you take this approach. And confidence is the number one thing that I work on with my clients because that's what they want more of they desire more courage and confidence. And when you can use this approach to build that, it's sky's the limit. So uh, please, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with someone who you think it might be helpful for. I would love any feedback, and I can't wait to see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to the divine career design podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it with your friends. Connect with me further on Instagram at amplify.u or visit the website at www.amplifyu.org to join our email list and receive our free guide to a divinely led career.